Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store. This is Maggie Kuiper, Ask a Painter Live. Two of you were just watching Ask a Painter Live and it disconnected because Nick Slavic doesn't have service walking out to his fancy box blind that we're gonna do Ask a Painter Live from. Check this out. This has nothing to do with paint. It's a pretty good view though. A little sunset going on. My name's Maggie Kuiper from Harpeth Painting, Nashville, Tennessee. My family has crashed the Slavic farm. So it only seemed fitting to crash the Slavic Ask a Painter Life. Here we are. My family's here and one of our team members, Lucy, project manager, takes care of a lot of high-end residential and designer work, which is a unique subset that we serve in Nashville. Also do quite a bit of commercial work. Definitely a unique offering. Lucy's driving dirt bikes right now, but I told her to come join me. Talk a little bit about project management, working with designers, serving clients. One of the other things Nick wanted me to make sure to talk about was how great owning a business is. And owning a business is scary. And some of you just nodded, maybe said a little bit, mm-hmm. Owning a business is fun. There's days when you own a business that you sit in a box blind and you feel like you've arrived. There's days that you sit in a box blind and wonder if it's gonna collapse. The business, not the box blind. I hope Nick's box blind doesn't collapse. That would make for real good social media content. But we have a unique community and I know Nick has touched on that before, but right now there's a handful of people watching, which means there's a handful of people that care about community and business and growth. I keep saying a quote this week, growth is inevitable, change is optional and learning that as business owners, we're going to evolve and our business is going to change and we're going to change. And it's whether or not we agree for it. We agree to say, you know what? These things are gonna happen and it's time for me to Make it work. Lucy's out in the field on a dirt bike. Right there. Trying to get her to come on this video. But as business owners, we get a lot of content and we get a lot of things, right? You can job cost. Hey, Mark. Thanks. You can 
do marketing techniques, you can do door hangers, you can do flyers, you can hire a salesperson, you can do project plans, you can estimate by unit, you can estimate by production rate, you can get a new software. But not a lot of people just sit and say, you know what, this journey's weird and hard and challenges me. There's been a lot of people talking on social media recently about either things being tough or just feeling like they're exhausted and feeling like there's a burnout and what are they supposed to do about it? And I literally don't have the answer. So those of you watching that have the answer, you should start your own internet show if you have the answer. But I think the most important thing is to realize that this is a hard thing we're doing. And if it was easy, a lot more people would be doing it. And one of the things that is important to do, two things, is to always remember your why. And if your business model doesn't reflect your why, then it might be worth revisiting that. I was just talking with a dear friend the other day whose goal is to not be deeply involved in their painting company. They want it to be kind of just a source of revenue for them. They want to dabble in other ventures and they're doing like custom high-end res work. And I'm like, dude, you need to get yourself a McDonald's, right? You need the same burger patty, same amount of pickles, the same amount of lettuce, the most predictable hamburger ever needs to be your business model. You can't be doing custom stain matches from the beach of Mexico. That's crazy. And the opportunity for error and need and high touch is so much bigger in that market that that's not reflective of your why. And there's nothing wrong with the why being a financial freedom machine so you can live a glorious life. Nothing wrong with that. But does your business model reflect that? And number two, how are you filling your cup outside of work? And don't say the word family or free time or anything like that. What specifically are you doing? What are you doing physically? What are you doing emotionally? What are you doing mentally? What are the actual tangible tasks that you can say, yes, I have done that this week? For me, y'all, it's so silly playing tennis and I start to get riled up and work starts to overtake and I get super busy and I'm feeling on top of the world because I'm getting tasks done and I'm doing the work and I'm phoning people and I'm selling jobs and I'm managing the team. And then all of a sudden I get exhausted. I get irritable with my kids. I get burned out. And I realize, oh man, I haven't played tennis in almost 11 days. It's a long time to go without doing something that gives me endorphins and brings me joy. And so that is just a huge part of being a business owner is figuring out that actual tangible thing that you can be doing to keep yourself going. It's food, right? You say you're hungry, you go eat food. You say you're emotionally exhausted. What are you fueling yourself with? And that needs to be something measurable, not just something arbitrary. Like, oh, I've got my family and my faith and my friends. What does that mean? What does that look like? How would you measure if you're actually doing it sustainably? And so those are huge challenges. 
had a lot of talks about those with business owners recently because um, it's times are changing and I don't mean that in any other way than times are always changing. It's whether or not we decide to go along for the ride. Apparently Lucy's not coming on here to talk about working with designers and project management for residential high-end work, but Steve Burnett's here, so that's exciting. Um, so uh, maybe another time Lucy will come on, but I am not uh, savvy at this internet thing, but I promised Nick that I would get up in his box fine and talk to you guys a little bit, and I think that topic has just been on my heart recently. Um, if you are not deeply connected to a community, uh, like I said before, man, there's 14 people watching right now. That means there's somebody out there that's like, this content's worth listening to, and you think that too, so that means they're probably on a similar path as you. Um, or they're just trying to figure out who this weirdo is that got connected to Nick Slavic on a Saturday night in the middle of Minnesota, but she actually has a Southern accent. Um, it doesn't really fit. <laughs> Don't you know that's going on in a duck vine usually? Oh, we're not in a duck vine. This is for deer. Sorry. Anyway, it'll be really funny to ever see if Nick watches this. So Nick, if you ever do watch this, uh, the passcode is banana. So if you never text me the word banana, Nick Slavic, I'm going to know that you never watched the Ask a Painter live that I took over for you from your phone in your house on your property in August of 2023. Bananas. That would be bananas. So text bananas. I will report back. If you, um, don't have that tangible why and you're like, how the hell do I figure that out? That's a great question. I spent two years trying to figure out my why. Um, it fell into my lap. Not my why, excuse me, uh, your cup filler, the tennis for me. Fell into my lap. It was really a random thing. Got plugged into it for something. I was like, wait, this is, <laughs> this is kind of fun. This made me really happy. I haven't felt that in a while. Not happy. I felt happy, but I haven't felt that unique feeling. Um, so, uh, I don't know the answer to finding it, but I know if I've learned anything, sometimes when you just start looking for something, it's easier to find. Teach that to my kids, right? They stand in the middle of the kitchen like this. I can't find my water bottle. And I'm like, <laughs> right. You standing in the kitchen announcing that and then staring at me is definitely not going to find your water bottle. So go looking. Go exploring. Maybe it's picking up a book. Maybe it's asking other business owners what they do. Maybe I said the word tennis and you were like, oh, I've heard pickleball is cool. I should try that. Maybe I said the word tennis and you were like, I like playing chess. There's got to be a chess club. There's running clubs all over Minnesota. There's got to be chess clubs near you. I've challenged the exact same thing to Nick Slavic. I don't know, maybe it's his box line. Maybe it's his Ask a Painter community. Maybe it's his lawn that needs mowing. It is atrocious out here. Just kidding, that's beautiful. Look at that sunset behind me. Hold on, let's take a picture. That's really pretty. Oh no, my phone died. Never mind. Not taking a picture of that sunset. 
Maybe it's watching sunsets. If you're also trying to figure out your why, if both of those suggestions have you feeling very lost, then I know there's a really good book called Starts With Why, but I've never read that book. I use my husband and my dear friends and some self-reflection and journaling to always remember what my why is. And I'll be honest, we have a great business, very successful, um, running lots of painters, lots of jobs, traveling across the country. And I still would argue that I think our why and our business model are about 75-80% aligned. I don't think it's perfect and perfection maybe isn't the goal. But for those of you that were really excited to hear about project management with designers, I don't think it's going to happen. Yep, it's thumbs up. Someone gave a thumbs up. Somebody is with me on this find your why thing. Um, how is our why not quite aligned up with our business model yet? There are some personal passion projects that I feel super strongly about. Will Reyes. Hey, Will. Um, that I cannot currently pursue because I'm busy still helping grow our business. But I'm smiling and I feel like we're 75, 80% of the way there because I'm thinking about it. I'm aware of it. I know there's a gap in those things and we're strategically, hey Will, taking steps in our company to grow to a point where I will have the bandwidth to pursue some of those things um, that are really important to me and have been uh, something that I'm passionate about for a long time. And that's different than tennis. I don't mean just playing more tennis. I mean getting involved in causes and um, doing some things with our family that, that are really important to us. But I can't do that when I'm working 40 hours a week and growing the company and working as CEO. But that doesn't mean I can't get there. That doesn't mean my business model isn't on a growth trajectory to do those things. We're not going to fix stuff overnight, guys. You know that. You can clean up spilled paint in a day. You can fix an AR missing payment in a day. You can follow up on a lead in a day. But you can't take the messy and complicated beast that is a business and flip it in a day. It's just not a thing. Well, at one point in time, there were like twice as many people watching this live, which makes me suggest that I'm rambling and everyone really wanted to hear from Lucy about how to deal with designers. So I'm climbing out of this box blind. And if you did want to know how to get more designer work, how to work with designers, because it's a huge revenue source. And I think it's the closest thing to recurring income that we could get as res repaint contractors in a market where there are designers. Um, maybe I'll figure out how to get her on here, but start with Instagram, poke the hell out of them on Instagram, display the shit out of your awesome work, show all the weight, all the neat things that you can do and never underestimate that they need you to be successful in their job. And then you got to know that they're always going to change their mind. Will Reyes, can you let us know how your 
growth happens so fast in Nashville. Um, it's because I'm intelligent and gifted and really good at painting. Just kidding, I've never painted a day in my life. We have grown our business to a pretty substantial size by merely networking. And you can call BS all you want, but I'll show you my numbers through and through um, with our business model, which is high touch and unique to what the client's needs are. Don't get me wrong, we're painting a four square house, res repaint standard. We're also on crazy custom new residential and commercial all in one week. And all three of those jobs, which are just three of the 22 jobs we have going on this week, 20 of our 22 jobs going on this week are based on relationships that we've had, based on people that we've met, based on nurturing friends, nurturing people in the industry, getting involved in the community, um, being honest to our brand, to our core values. You know what you're getting when you call Harpeth Painting. There's never a question and a concern or anything and people are confident in the referral for that same reason. We personally, in Nashville, it feels like a small town, even though it's huge. Nashville's growing, it's booming. We're very blessed to have a strong economy there. Um, but in reality, it all just comes down to the fact that we are true to our core values, true to what we say we're gonna do. And so people have no problem referring us, using us again, sending us to their mom's house, sending us to their best friend's house. Our best friends have no problem. I mean, it's, it's just become kind of a trickle. And same thing with our designer work, our GC work, our B2B work on the commercial repaint side. We have poured into the relationships, BOMA, um, IFMA, BNI groups, our team is spread. And that's one of the things we require of our office team, salespeople, PMs, everyone's required to be a part of a networking group. It's huge. Hi, Kimberly. I know you guys are gonna have so much fun at the retreat. If you've never been to one of Nick's retreats, keep an eye out for them. They're awesome. Also, the PCA is hosting some events this fall, including Nashville. There's a commercial conference and a women in paint conference in Nashville happening November 2nd and 3rd. Both events, same weekend, same location, or same days. It's Thursday, Friday. They're gonna be great. Obviously, completely different content, completely different sessions, completely different conferences, but um, great. If you're in commercial work or dabbling in the estimating of it, getting into commercial repaint, the commercial conference is going to be heavy hitter. It's going to be super solid, super strong, rubbing elbows with the best of the best. If you are a woman in the industry, no matter what you're doing, whether you're um, the owner, a painter, um, working for a vendor, an admin, whatever your role is in the paint industry, it's going to be a conference focused on the holistic approach to growing fully and leading fully as a woman in a male-dominated industry. Not to use a cliche term, but it's a fact. And there is just so much to be poured into that. And sweet Kimberly and Will Reyes, who made such sweet little comments on this Facebook Live thing that I still don't quite understand... Because here's the thing, there's like 15 people watching, and then later Nick's going to be like, there was like 3,000 views. I'm like, no, there weren't. There were 15 people watching, so I guess it stays on. I don't know. Fun fact, I've never watched Ask the Painter Live. Um, anyway, so all that to say, 
great opportunities for the PCA. Learn more about networking. Learn more about all these things. Um, if you're putting a lot of money into marketing and it's working, have at it. That's a business model that works for you. By no means am I saying that that's the answer. Will just asked me how we did it. Okay, it's getting dark out at the farm. When I walked this way last time, it um, cut out. So if it cut out, I apologize. If it does it again, we're just going to call it. If it doesn't, you guys going to watch me borderline start Blair witching it through this farm at night by myself. I guess, I guess this will be the accountability. There's either going to be a really awesome video that goes viral when something terrible happens or it's anticlimactic and I'm just going to walk back into the Slavic house and hear the kids playing. But if you were on a little bit ago when I was trying to take a picture of that really cool sunset, you'll learn that my phone's dead. So you guys are it. You are now my safekeeping in my community. I don't think Nick Slavic's a murderer. I think New Prague is one of the safest towns on the planet. But here I am. Oh, Matt Kuyper's watching. Hey, from Fort Worth, Texas. That's not Matt Kuyper. Matt Kuyper's my husband. But someone that I can't read while I'm writing just said, hey, from Fort Worth, Texas. Hello, I've never been to Fort Worth, Texas. But Texas is booming. Speaking of Blair Witch, have you guys ever seen the old house on his property that he doesn't live in? Yep. Matt Kuyper's here. Oh, that's sweet. Just trying to make it past Blair Witch here. All right. Happy Ask a Painter Live. Will Reyes from a woman. Will, are you just feeding the questions so you can drink more whiskey and watch me talk? From a woman... What would you say is the hardest obstacle to get past? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I love going toe-to-toe -to -toe with men on a job site. Not super worried about that. I think the hardest thing for me to get past is I feel... Yeah, I know. Will Reyes has good questions. I feel, having never been a craftsman and seen the craftsman side of the industry be male dominated, I feel very intimidated by um, not being as up and savvy on product knowledge and application and having that experience as a painter. My husband, who I do this business with, has never painted officially as a tradesperson either. However, um, I feel as a woman that he's uh, more capable at it, more able to work with his hands. Whereas I feel my gift is just being more nurturing as a leader. Um, and that's head trash. Because there are women in this industry, Corey Leister, girlfriend can talk the chemistry of science, chemistry of science, the chemistry of painting um, with the best of them. And last time I checked, she was a girl. So, yes, Juan, a little sassy boy, that is a limiting belief, which is exactly what Will Reyes wanted me to say to the world. But we all have limiting beliefs, and 
notice what happens when you say them out loud. I'm like stuttering over it. Well, that really actually kind of sounded stupid when I said it out loud. So I guess the first step is admittance. So before we get off here, last thing, last thing, guys, everybody's over here with a fire. We're going to go say a quick hello. Couldn't agree more. All kinds of head trash in my head. And I bet if you said some of it out loud, you'd be so embarrassed that you even were thinking it. I am live on Ask a Painter Live. This is Hello. my oldest daughter, Lucy. What do you think about Minnesota? Oh, Garrett said something. My wife has helped me so many summers and is better than name player. Yeah, yeah, I really think women would be better painters than oh, men if we went toe to head. Oh, are you asking me? All right. Hey, Nick, yeah. I'm on your internet show. Do you want to say hi? This is your show. Hey, it's not fake. He really does chop his own wood. Hey, everybody. Um, this is great. I feel like I... You do. Have a great day, everyone. Contracted this. Let's paint a house. Bye. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.